Come, Holy Spirit, come by the most powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. The disciples asked Jesus a question. It's a good question for us to ask him as well. Maybe, maybe we already have. They come up to him and they say, Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. Hopefully we all, you know, try to pray throughout our life in, in different ways. We, we kind of have this just sense that, okay, I know this is important. I know this is something that I should be doing. But I would imagine we've all had the experience of just feeling like, I don't really feel like I know how to pray. I find it hard or difficult or distracting. And because of that difficulty, sometimes we don't pray as often or as well as we would like to. And so the disciples probably struggled with that as well. And so they rightly go to Jesus and they ask him, Lord, teach us to pray. Again, it's a beautiful thing for us to ask him as well. Lord, I want to be able to pray well. Teach me. Teach me not only how to pray, but I think we also need to ask him to really teach us the necessity of prayer, the priority of prayer, that it is not something that is optional, that it's not something that we can just say, oh, that's not for me. No, if if you're a Christian, then prayer is for you. Because the Christian life is impossible without prayer. We cannot live our life according to God's will and do the things that he's asking us to do without prayer. Because we need to constantly be filled with his grace, with his life. We need to seek his wisdom and to be guided by him. These are some of the reasons why we cannot go without prayer. And so we need to go to the Lord and ask him, Lord, teach me, help me to pray, help me to want to pray and to be faithful to that commitment to prayer. Because one of the lessons that the Lord teaches the disciples and us after they ask him is the necessity of persistence. He gives this story of the the friend going to ask for something to, to eat late at night, and it's through his persistence that he gets what he asks for. And we saw that in the first reading as well, where Abraham persists in in continuing to ask the Lord. Because one of the, the necessary lessons for us to learn about prayer is that it requires fidelity and consistency and persistence, perseverance. Because to truly experience the benefit of prayer, to truly experience the fruitfulness of prayer, We have to pray consistently, faithfully for weeks and for months, and yes, even for years. This is how we truly come to know how important prayer is, is that we have to do it a lot for a long time. It has to become a habit. It has to become an essential part of our life. It's one of the mistakes that we sometimes make is whether we're praying for a specific uh, intention, whether we're asking God for something or whether we're just trying to enter more deeply into prayer, you know, we we try it once or we try it twice or or maybe we try it for a few weeks and we feel like, 
well, I don't, I don't know if I'm doing this right, or I don't know if I'm really getting anything out of this. I don't know if, if God is listening. And we give up. Right? And giving up is the worst thing that we could do. We have to persevere and be persistent and keep coming back day after day after day, month after month, year after year. And it's that persistence that truly brings about the benefit of prayer. And the the lessons that Jesus gives us in the context of the gospel have a little bit more to do with what we would call petitionary prayer, right? Ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, right? Bring your needs before the Lord. Prayer is also so much more than that, right? Prayer is also meant to be spending quality time with God, right? Sharing our life with him, sharing our burdens and our our sorrows, but also our, our hopes and our joys, our gratitude, right? Conversing with the Lord like we would with a friend or a spouse, telling him what's going on in our life, and then listening to what he might want to say in return. Prayer is a conversation. It's not us just coming to God and telling him everything we need and you know, saying all of our prayers. Those are all good things to do. But prayer needs to also be a heart-to-heart conversation with the one whom we love and the one whom we know loves us. And we need to ask the Lord to teach us to pray in this way and help us be committed to this prayer. Because if we really want to be living the Christian life, if we want to be mature disciples of the Lord, right, all of us should really be spending as a minimum 30 minutes a day in prayer. Right? That really is something that's feasible for all of us. I know we all feel like we're very busy, but we can all find the time if it's important to us, if we really believe that it's a priority. And if that feels like too much to start off with, it's okay to work your way up to that. And maybe we feel desires to, Lord, I really want to grow even more in my faith. We could be working our way up towards an hour a day, even if it's broken up at different times. But we need to be spending quality time with the Lord in prayer. Towards the end of the gospel for today, Jesus gives us this beautiful image of uh, a child who asks his father for something good. And Jesus rightly reminds us that even we who are sinners, even if we, uh, whether we have children or don't have children, we all just inherently know that parents want to give good gifts to their children. How absurd would it be? Right? If a son hands his, or a father hands his son a snake when he asks for a fish, or a, a scorpion when he asks for an egg. We all know that that is absurd. Right? But then why do we sometimes doubt that God, who is our perfect, loving Father, wants to give us good things? That He wants to provide for us? That He wants to, to bless us with the things that we need? The Lord wants us to come to him with confidence, knowing that he loves us, knowing that he wants to bless us with the good things that we need uh, to live our life according to his will. But there's kind of another aspect of this image of a child asking his parent for something. Again, whether we have children or not, we all know that children often ask for things that their parents are going to say no to. 
that children often ask for things that, that really aren't good for them. It may be what they want in the moment, but it's not actually best for them. And so a loving parent will say no. Well, sometimes in our relationship with God, we kind of fall into this mentality thinking that we know what's best for us. And so we ask God for what we want, and sometimes we're kind of surprised when he might say no. But the truth is, and it requires some humility on our part, is that we don't know what's best for us. We don't. We are still children in relation to our Heavenly Father, and he knows what's best. We don't know the future. We don't know how our life is meant to unfold. We don't know what God's plans for us might be to help sanctify us, to help us grow in faith, hope, and charity, to help us get to heaven. We don't know what's best for us, but God does. And he wants us to have that childlike trust that even if it seems like he's not answering our prayers, it's because he knows what's best. And we're called to trust. We're called to have that confidence. And this is one aspect of of the Our Father, the the prayer that that Jesus teaches us that perhaps we haven't reflected on uh, in the past, or maybe we haven't thought about it this way. When you look at the Our Father, which is the perfect prayer, a prayer for us to always strive to pray with sincerity and not just to rattle it off uh, because we've said it so many times in our life, but to really be intentional as we pray that prayer, when you look at the petitions, they're, they're actually quite general. Whereas when we pray about things, we tend to be very specific and we, we have a specific uh, outcome in mind that we want God to bring about. But Jesus teaches us to pray in a way that actually involves more faith and, and more trust. So if you think about the, the various petitions of, of the Our Father, we pray, Our Father, hallowed be thy name, Thy kingdom come, which really is a a perfect petition because sometimes if we're honest, our prayers might be a little bit more about my kingdom come, right? Where we kind of want our life to fit our mold and, and things to work out well for us. But Jesus teaches us to pray, no, God, thy kingdom come, right? I want to live in your kingdom, not in mine. I want your will to be done. Thy will be done. It's really the perfect prayer. You know, we always kind of have our will and the things that we would like, but Jesus teaches us, no, pray, Father, thy will be done, because that takes care of everything. And if we truly believe that God's will for us is, is grounded in love and a desire to bless us and protect us, that's all we have to pray. Father, thy will be done. Give us this day our daily bread, right? That really encompasses everything we would need, right? Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day what we need according to your will. That's really all we need to be praying for, right? Because God knows what we need and he wants to provide those blessings for us, right? Forgive us our sins, our trespasses, right? All of them, even the ones that we don't know about. Forgive us, Lord, for, as we forgive others. Right? Asking for that grace to forgive, to let go. Right? Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. It's the, the perfect prayer of, of protection, 
uh, of whatever our sins might be, whatever, whatever our temptations might be, whatever evil might be threatening to harm us, we ask God to defend us and protect us. Right? So we don't need to always specify our prayers and tell God exactly what we want him to do. I'm not saying it's wrong to do that, because again, we're called to pray as children, and children you know, have very specific requests. But in the end, we're called to trust, right? to trust and have confidence that God is going to do what's best for us. That really all we have to, to do is come to him in faith and say, Father, you know, thy will be done. Give me this day what I need. Protect me from evil. Keep me in your will. Keep me in your kingdom. The more we pray like this, the more we will experience the true blessings that the Lord wants to give us. Because as Jesus tells us, our Father in heaven wants to give us right, the Holy Spirit, which is the source of, of every good, of every grace, of every blessing. That's what Jesus won for us on the cross. That's what he came to make possible. It's so that the Father and the Son could, could bring us into their family through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And so let's ask the Lord to teach us to pray as he wants us to pray.